The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives. The disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? And what will be the sign of your coming of the end of the age? Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Christ and will deceive many. 
you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. But see to it that you're not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise up against nation, kingdoms against kingdoms. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. And all of these are the beginning of birth pangs. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. Many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. And because of the increase in wickedness, <clears throat> pardon me, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. Matthew 24. You will see the sign of the Son of Man. He will appear in the sky. And all the nations of the earth will mourn. They will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call. And they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other. There's a great deal of talk today about a secret rapture. I hope and pray there is a secret rapture. But I cannot find it in the scriptures. You can twist and turn the scriptures to make it say what you would like it to say. I think all of us would like to be out of here before the, before the storm hits. But for many today, the storm is already hitting. Tell the Christians in China that they're not being persecuted and dying for their faith. Tell the Christians in Saudi Arabia or Nigeria, the Sudan. No, for them, they're already hated by their governments. And there's a, an attempt to kill them. For them, the time of trouble is here. Now, we're in the nation, in the seal, spoken of as the oil and the wine. It will come. It will come to America, but it's not quite here yet. But I see on every hand the sign that it's coming with the speed of a freight train. As in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other will be left. Two women will be grinding with a handmill, one will be taken, the other will be left. 
Therefore keep watch, because you do not know on what day the Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch, and would not have let his house be broken into. So you must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. I tell you, I expect him today but I don't expect him in a secret way to come. I expect him to come in the clouds of heaven. Now, it's interesting. In Revelation, there's another description of the coming of Jesus at the very end when he comes with all of his saints riding on white horses. The army of Jesus with a sword coming out of his mouth. But what's described in Matthew 24 is a different description. In Matthew 24, it says, they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory, and he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other. So Jesus is speaking about that first coming that is not secret. Now, there are some who say there's a secret coming, and then there's the coming where Jesus comes back with all of his army. That's not what the Scripture teaches. I hope it is true. I pray it is true. I don't argue with those who believe in a secret rapture because I desire it with all my heart. But I don't see it in the Scriptures. And so I'm praying, and I'm waiting, and I'm crying out to the Lord for the salvation of the lost. I'm praying for the church. The love of most in the church today in America has grown cold. Satan has been breathing on the church for some time, and we have not stood fast in the church. And it says you must stand firm to the end to be saved. We've not done that. Not in America. That gives me heartburn. That causes me such anguish. So today you're listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel, and we're going to open our phone lines now. And I invite you to call and pray. Are you concerned for your life, your family's life, the church? Are you concerned about how cold and hard-edged the church has become in its cultural professionalism, in its institutionalism, where the show has to go on? And now many pastors are trying to reinstitute their shows, bringing some nice entertainment to God's people, telling their jokes, getting their laughs, trying to reestablish the, the money flow. In polling, they say 36% of the people who used to attend church will no longer attend a church. It's been a dramatic drop more marked in some churches than others. 
I am so concerned, brother, sister, for our salvation before a holy and righteous God. And it is time to pray. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to pray. Is your heart concerned? Have you been listening to the messages this week, last week? Is your heart concerned? Will you pray? Some of you have a a diaper over your face. The devil has his hand on your mouth. And you won't cry out. It's not okay. We're called to cry out to the Lord. And he will hear us. If we humble our heart and we repent and we turn from our wicked ways, the Lord will hear us and answer from heaven. That's the promise. So our phone number here in studio is 877-534-0780. If the Holy Spirit is prompting you, if there's conviction in your heart, if there's concern in your spirit, then please call and pray. Don't try to time it so that you get in at a certain point. Just call and pray. Pray more than once if necessary. This is an open prayer meeting for anyone who would like to pray, not to talk, not to share. Pray it, don't say it. It's time to pray. Mighty God, I come today to pray, to cry aloud to you for for your mercy. For you are a great and awesome God. And we in America have forgotten you, Jesus. We have turned aside to our entertainment, to our institutional churches, to our programs. Some silly sentimentalism about you. Lord, I'm asking you to come with mighty power in your spirit, with fire, and bring an overwhelming sweep of conviction to the American church. I'm asking that you would put my brothers and sisters who are pastors on their faces with me, crying out to you, Jesus, for there must be a change. We cannot continue as we are. America is doomed to chaos, famine, and death. Lord, already under your judgments, the western part of the United States is ablaze with fire. Other parts of the world are ablaze with fire. The heat is oppressive. Lord, you prophesied that for the end of time. That the sun would grow much hotter. Lord, people can call it climate change, but Lord, it's your judgment. It's you who determines 
what will happen on the face of this earth. So, Lord, I come today as Daniel came to you. And as he said, O Lord, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of love with all who love him and obey his commands, we have sinned and done wrong. We've been wicked and have rebelled. We have turned away from your commands and laws. We've not listened to your servants, the prophets. O Lord, today is a day of shame in America. A day of shame because of the racial strife, the bitterness, the anger, the violence the burning of our cities, youth killing youth. Lord, our nation is on fire because sin is abounding. Lord, I thank you that the governor of Utah has asked his citizens to pray for rain. But Lord, I don't pray for rain. I pray for righteousness. I pray for repentance. I pray for a great flood of conviction to come from the power and presence of your Holy Spirit as he unveils for us as Americans the wickedness of our day, the wickedness of our churches, and the wickedness of our own hearts. Lord, please come. We desperately need you, Jesus. I ask, Lord, for your mercy. For you are a great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of love with everyone who loves you and who obeys your commands. Lord, please come. I stand by faith today that you will not let America sink into anarchy and murder and death without raising up a standard of righteousness. For most have never heard a gospel that frees a person from their sin. Lord, most have never heard anything but a lying gospel that says there's no power in your blood to release a man from his wicked ways. But Lord, your blood is all-powerful. And when you died on Calvary, you died for each one of us to be set free of our sin. Lord, please come. Please come. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Okay, we have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Are you there? Mr. Producer, we have a problem. They can't hear me and I can't hear them. Mr. Producer, can you hear me? 
It's hard on radio time to hold on a second, isn't it? They sell airtime, and I don't want to waste it. Okay, we have a caller. Are you there? Can you put them through, Mr. Producer? Hello? Oh, hello. I'm sorry, I was waiting because of the the previous call. Please pray. Are you there? Father, I praise you for your holiness. May your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You have called us to be holy as you are holy. Yes. To truly honor your name, not simply honoring you with our lips, while our hearts are far from you. You are glorified when our works show that you are working in us, and we need to honor you as king in our hearts. I pray for your mercy on those who are living in sin. You have been patient, but you also look for someone to stand in the gap and intercede. And so, I pray for your mercy. There are some who have never repented, and there are some who were saved, but now they are backslidden. Yes. There hasn't been a true transformation from repentance from sin. I think of the people that I know that are like that. Just turn them to yourself. I assume we all have relatives, people we know, who have not really come to know you. Please work in us. Please work through us to lead them to you. Use whatever circumstances are necessary in their lives and raise up more people who are bold to speak your truth. Please bring an awakening and and an understanding of your gospel. Yes. There has to be a, a new birth. And please continue working through Pastor Ray and lead more people to hear these messages for those who need to hear them most. I pray for the strongholds to be broken in Washington, D.C. Yes. And over the whole nation. I pray that you would be glorified. You have your way. Have mercy. That many people would come to know you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, dear sister. Okay. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. The lines are wide open. You're welcome to call. Today is the day of prayer. Almighty God. We have turned away so that most don't even have the courage to pray. Once in a while, shooting prayers at heaven, but never just coming into your presence, solemnly waiting upon you in the throne room, speaking out of our hearts, with honest confession 
and humility. Lord, I hear I hear two things. On one side I hear complete compromise. And on the other side I hear stern legalism. And I know both have missed the mark. Lord, I'm praying for rising up of Christians with hearts filled with love and humility who can serve the lost and the dying, the pagans, with dignity, with care, without judgment, but show them the glorious love that you have, Jesus, for your people and for us and for the lost. Lord, there has to be a change in the church. There has to be a change in each one of us listening. And I know that change can only come as we utterly give ourselves to search after you with our time, our energy, our money, where we turn off the entertainment, we turn off the world, we turn away from all the social intercourse, and we come into your presence with humility and wait for you to give us direction, correction, encouragement. Lord, I'm so tired of the gospel moved along by the egos of men and women, all trying to be something, to prove something, to somehow be better than. Lord, there has to be a change. Lord, in your great mercy, as Daniel prayed, Lord, you are righteous. But this day we're covered with shame. Lord, America, America has been unfaithful to you, O Lord. And false prophets have risen up like bad weeds all over our nation, talking about prosperity and blessing talking about all the wonderful things God is about to do. Lord, I know it's a lie. You're bringing judgment. Well-deserved judgment for the murder of babies, for the wickedness, for the love of the world. I know that you are a God who is merciful and forgiving. And I know that even though we in America have rebelled against you, I know that even though we have not obeyed you or kept your commands, I know that even though we have all transgressed your law and we have turned away to wickedness, to our own self-righteousness, I know in spite of all of that, you love us. And if we will repent, you will forgive us. And you will restore us to your presence. 
Lord, I come beseeching you today for your mercy, for your kindness. Lord, we're way past time to pretend, to make believe. Lord, we're right down to the judgments have already begun to fall on this nation. Our economy is crashing. Inflation is spiraling. Lord, I went to the grocery store yesterday and the the product two weeks ago I bought for $4. I paid almost $7 for. Lord, I know we're in trouble, Lord. Your judgments have already come. Lord, thank you for your kindness. I know I know you will turn aside your judgment if we will but repent. Thank you, Lord. I pray in your name. Amen. We have another caller. While I'm speaking with this caller, would you call 877-534-0780? Welcome. Please pray. Lord Jesus, uh, we just come to praise your name today. And Lord, I... um, heart is just so concerned about the church. So, Lord, uh, I'm asking that you would change uh, where we're at, Lord. Lord, we need you. Amen. And we can't survive in this lukewarm place. So, Lord, I'm asking that we would take courage and strengthen your promises, Lord, and that you would, that we would go on the offensive in the spirit by your promises, that we wouldn't settle for this lukewarm church, Lord. Lord, it's not your will that we would suffer under this. Lord, I don't think there's anything more offensive to me than being lukewarm, Lord. Because it's a little bit of the world and a little bit of Jesus mixed together. And I I know that's a prescription for being vomited out of your mouth, Lord. That's what the scriptures say. So, Lord, I'm asking that you would rescue us and give us a heart to pray. Yeah, Lord, I... I feel so much like Nehemiah. I come back to that all the time. Where he saw the broken condition of the church and all he could do is we... And Lord, we wanted to just look like everything was okay, even though it's not. And Lord, I can't... I have to live in reality, Lord. And it's a train wreck in the church. And I'm not saying that to berate anybody or proclaim that I'm somebody, Lord. Lord, it's it's broken my heart because precious people that I love, they go to church, but then that's all they do. They they have their regular life. 
And so Jesus is this part of their full life. So, Lord, you see it all. And I'm asking, Lord, that you would change whoever would be willing to pay whatever the cost is that you determine, Lord, that this would change in America, Lord. Lord, if it would cost all of our time, all of our resources, all of our energy, all of our remaining years, Lord, I don't want these precious people that are unconscious now just to go to hell, Lord. How could I want that? So I'm asking, Lord, that you would broaden this spirit of prayer and that my heart would be broken over those that are deceived. There's some who had no heart to follow you, and there's some that do, and they're they're deceived. And, Lord, you're the only one who knows who's in which camp. So I'm not the judge, Lord. Lord, but I'm asking that your Holy Spirit would come. Lord, to revive the church, Lord, to blow on the church. Lord, we've had the devil blow on the church for 50 years, and it's, I don't even know that it's warm enough to be lukewarm anymore. I, I, it's close to being cold. Maybe that's a good thing. But, Lord, we need a change. We need your spirit to come. So, Lord, I trust you and not the devil. And I'm asking, Lord, that you would come in power to rescue your people. And, Lord, I know the battle does belong to you. So, Lord, have your way. Mighty King, so rescue the church, Lord. Lord, I trust you. Have your way, Lord Jesus. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, dear brother. Five three four zero seven eight zero. A number of years ago, I went to a, a pastor's prayer meeting with a, another brother in a mega church, and we sat in a large circle, and the pastors began to pray. The brother who was with me began to cry out to the Lord with agony, with tears, calling for repentance in the body of Christ. And as soon as he finished praying, the senior pastor of the mega church who was leading the prayer meeting began to pray and ask the Lord to block this brother's prayer and not to listen to it, that the church was doing fine, that they were growing and prospering, the people were giving their hearts to Jesus and everything was great. And in the prayer, he rebuked this man for his solemn, weeping prayer before the Lord. I drive by that church every once in a while. I no longer go to their prayer meeting. I never went again after that. I was not welcome there and neither was this brother. 
But that's what we're facing. This was a holiness church, the mega church. Charismatic. And even in our own camp, and if that's true in our own camp, charismatic, Pentecostal, if that's true, what do you think it's like in the Methodist church or the Baptist church or the Presbyterian or Episcopal or Anglican church? Most are not welcome to cry out before the Lord because it breaks the illusion that everything is okay. Well, I pray that the illusion has been broken for you and you know everything is not okay and you know there has to come a great repentance in the American church. Are you willing to pray? Are you willing to turn your heart to Jesus today and risk the disapproval of others as you honestly pour your heart out to the living God of heaven. If you are, call right now, 877-534-0780 and pray. Cry aloud to the Lord. Daniel knew that it was time for God's people to be redeemed. He knew it was time for the the children of Israel to be gathered back to Jerusalem. He didn't know how that could happen. But he knew it was time, and he knew the Lord had promised after 70 years he would restore Jerusalem. And so he came before the Lord. And he wept and prayed. I know today is the same. We have another caller. Welcome. Please pray. Welcome. Please pray. Can you hear me? You, you can't hear me? Uh, there was an echo in that telephone. Mr. Producer, are you there? Yes, sir, right here. Did you hear that echo, echo, echo? Yeah, uh, it was fine when I, I picked up the phone. Okay. Well, let's try it again. Uh, dear sister, would you call back and let's try again. Let's not let the devil block your prayer. I know every prayer is vital in the heavens. So please call 877-534-0780. And I want to tell you just very quickly, uh, we've installed a new mixer soundboard uh, in our studio that was done yesterday morning by an engineer from Weva. And I'm very grateful for this new equipment Evidently, we're going to have to do some adjustments on Wave's end now to prevent any echoing and and difficulty. So please be patient. Uh, Call. And let's try again. 
877-534-0780. Do we have any calls, Mr. Producer? I'm assuming that means in his silence that someone is calling and he's answering the telephone. We have a caller, Mr. Producer. Uh, no call right now. Okay, 877-534-0780. Lord, I'm so, I'm so broken that so many people are so caught in this world calling themselves Christians. But they don't have time for you, Jesus. Their time is eaten up in their work, in their entertainment, in their family, in all their other interests. They can barely eke out enough time to maybe try to go to church once or twice a month. Lord, where where are your people? who will humble their hearts before you and cry aloud, Mighty God, I plead your mercy today. I ask that you would bring such a groundswell of prayer in your church, in all of the churches, that, Lord, you would move with such power. Please, Lord, I just stand by faith. You will do it. It is according to your word. Good, let's try. You may get an echo, but it's not going to go out over the Hello? Yes, you may get an echo, but it doesn't go out over the Oh, can't get through. So please just pray. Can you hear me? No, they're not hearing me. The feedback is too bad, Mr. Producer. Okay, we won't take any more calls. Uh, I'm going to have to just pray that Weva can get their uh, technical problems resolved so that we can take calls, and next Friday we'll try again. I apologize to those of you who have tried to get through and have not been able to, but I know you'll be praying or you wouldn't have tried. So, dear sister, I apologize we could not get through. But next Friday we will. Lord, I come back and say, Oh, Lord, these technical difficulties, I pray that you'll just erase them. Give us the wisdom to know how to deal with them. Lord, We need an open prayer meeting in Washington, D.C., a place where your people can pray, a place where we can deal honestly one with another, 
confessing our sins and repenting before you. Where we can pray for our pastors and our churches. Lord, we are covered with shame today. For when the world comes and looks inside of the church, all they see is themselves. And yet, Lord, as I speak with people, I hear hunger for them to find something that's real in you, Jesus. So I pray, Lord, that you'll move people into a place of real hunger and desperation to get through to you, Jesus. to be made righteous, to be made holy. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would speak and teach us what we need to learn and that you would empower us to touch the sick with healing, to cast out demons, to do the work of the gospel. Lord, please come. In your mighty power, Lord, please come. Hear the cry of our hearts. I know you are merciful and forgiving, kind, gentle. But you expect a righteousness. You expect obedience. And by your blood, you've given us the strength and the power to walk clean before you. But right now, Lord, your curses and your sworn judgments written in the law of the, of the Moses, Lord, those curses are coming upon us. Lord, disaster is coming upon our nation. The whole nation is going to be crushed financially with famine and shortage and hunger, fires and tornadoes and hurricanes, earthquakes. Lord, I pray for Europe today, the horrible floods of Switzerland, Germany, Luxembourg, places that I've been that I have loved. Lord, they've been wiped out because of their sin. I pray that you will raise up your church. That you would give us the courage to call sin by its right name, but without harshness and without judgment, without legalism, but Lord, in kindness and mercy and love. Lord, we have sinned against you. That's a fact. And you are doing to this nation the same thing you did to Jerusalem, to Israel, to Judah. This disaster is coming upon America because we have not turned from our sins and we have not given attention to your truth, Jesus. And you have brought disaster upon us. Lord, you are righteous in everything you do. 
You are righteous and holy in all that you do. So now, Lord, I come making the request. Not because we're righteous, because we're not, and because of your great name, because of your kindness and your mercy. And we no longer want to shame you, Jesus. Would you take away from our hearts the love of the world, the love of the flesh, and the love of the devil? Would you make us a new people? Lord, some say, and I agree, Christians are going to be persecuted in America. But Lord, why would American Christians be persecuted if they're just like the world? Lord, please come with mighty power and change us and make us into a new people, a people worthy of being persecuted. Thank you, Lord. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Well, we're almost out of time today. I praise God that you were with us. I again apologize that we could not get your phone call through because of technical difficulties on at the Weva Studios. I pray that next Friday we'll have that resolved. You can write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia. Two two one nine five. You can also go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. Nationalprayerchapel.com. We're now past the fifteenth of the month. We're more than halfway through, and we're much less than halfway there in terms of finances. Several have given this week, and I'm so grateful for you but we're still far short of where we usually are for this time of month. So if the Holy Spirit is calling you to give, to sacrifice for the work of the gospel, would you do that? That would be a great encouragement to my heart. I'm simply stand by faith that the radio bill will be covered. It's almost $4,000. So please... If the Lord is prompting you, you can send a check to National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195, or you can go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. And there you'll find all of our videos on YouTube and our podcasts, You'll find many resources to help you in this journey with Jesus. This is Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenlee from the National Prayer Chapel. I pray that every one of you are conscious of the journey that you are on toward heaven. That it's not lackadaisical, it's not laid back, it's earnest, it's real. You are setting aside time, places of abiding, to seek the face of Jesus. 
I pray that as you do that, he'll meet you. And you will be brought into his presence. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for each person who has been listening today. I thank you for those who tried to call but could not get through. Lord, I come earnestly seeking your face. I'm not going to turn to pleasant teachings that will tickle the ears of your people and make this popular. Lord, I'm going to lift you up, the crucified and risen Lord. And I'm going to call day by day for repentance and sincerity and honesty and a turning from darkness and a turning to the light. Lord, I pray for your mercy today. I pray for your covering today. I thank you, Lord. God bless you, my brother, my sister. It's a privilege, it's a pleasure to meet with you day by day. I pray your heart is stirred and turned from the darkness to the light, to the glory of the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ that you have lived in his resurrection power. God bless you. I love you. We'll talk soon.